Hagiostos. My name is Bill Dykstra. Today is May 9th, and we commemorate the prophet Isaiah. You'll remember from last week that we had an episode highlighting the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah lived about 100 years after Isaiah, yet there are still some similarities between these two men. Allow me to preface this by saying that this channel isn't geared towards biblical studies and I am nowhere close to being a biblical scholar, nor likely I ever will be. Uh, yet I think comparing these two prophets, uh, we may be able to get a glimpse uh, to what is being articulated through their parallel narratives. When God calls Jeremiah, Jeremiah is reluctant, citing his youth and not knowing how to speak. This detail is also evocative of Moses. After telling Jeremiah not to worry about his age, the Lord touches Jeremiah's lips, saying, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. With Isaiah, it is quite similar. God and the seraphim appear to Isaiah, and he responds, Woe is me, because I am pierced to the heart. For being a man and having unclean lips, I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For I saw the king, the Lord of hosts, with my eyes. Then one of the seraphim was sent to me. He had a live coal in his hand, which he took with tongs from the altar. He touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your lawlessness is taken away, and your sin is cleansed. Another comparison can be made with their places in history. God called either man in relation to a notable event. In Jeremiah, there is the coming of the Babylonian exile, of the two tribes that made up the southern kingdom, Judah and Benjamin. Isaiah had already been called during the time of the Assyrian advance against the northern kingdom and what would be the destruction against the ten tribes. Isaiah's book begins with a message from God, condemning the false piety of his children. The plan of God is to purify his children through punishing them. Though your sins are like crimson, I shall make you whiter than snow. However, Isaiah's message was also one of hope. The purification from their sin is to prepare Israel for the Messiah. Quote, he will raise an ensign from the nations and will assemble the outcasts of Israel and gather the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. End quote. Isaiah was the son of Amos and lived 700 years before the coming of Christ. He was married and had four children. His wife is also identified as a prophetess, the couple sharing, perhaps, a divine vocation. There is an interesting point of fact that comes from Jewish tradition and extra-biblical sources. In the Talmud, it describes Isaiah as being a martyr. As explained by the Jewish encyclopedia, Manasseh, who was the king of Judah, executed Isaiah. So, Manasseh said to Isaiah, Moses thy master said, There shall be no man see God and live. But thou hast said, I saw the Lord seated upon his throne, and went on to point out other contradictions. Isaiah thought, I know that he will not accept my explanations. Why should I increase his guilt? He then uttered the unpronounceable name. A cedar tree opened, and Isaiah disappeared within it. Then Manasseh ordered the cedar to be sawn asunder, and when the saw reached his mouth, Isaiah died. Thus was he punished for having said, I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. 
John Chrysostom wrote six homilies, specifically on Isaiah 6. Chrysostom explains that the ember that touches the lips of Isaiah is a type of the Eucharist. Quote, That altar is a type of the image of this altar, that fire of this burning fire. Therefore, John Chrysostom argues, our disposition ought to reflect that of Isaiah's prior to receiving the coal, namely that we are prepared with humility. Quote, Pondering this, therefore, mortal that you are, and considering the greatness of the gift, rise up, part company with the earth, and ascend heaven. Thank you for listening. This has been your daily dose of Agios. Saint Isaiah, pray for us.